0: All power is given to me in heaven and in earth. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. St. Matthew concludes his Gospel with these words, giving giving to us the first draft of the doctrine of the Feast we are celebrating today. Although it is not the accept of the Gospel we just read during Mass, This conclusion echoes the famous dialogue between Pilate and Jesus. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. The kingship of Christ we are calling upon us with our whole hearts and our whole soul is more spiritual than temporal. However, this kingship is not only due to happen later at the consummation of the world, but now and today. This most gentle rule he wants to give us is founded upon an immense and overflowing love coming from his sacred heart. From the cross, where he lies with his open arms and wounded heart, Jesus wants us to have a share in his divine intimacy. He is there, he can't move as he is attached, he is expecting us to come and submit ourselves to his divine will. The Gospels present this kingdom as one which men prepare to enter by penance, and cannot actually enter except by faith and by baptism, which through an external rite signify and produces an interior regeneration. This kingdom is opposed to none other than to that of Satan and to the power of darkness. It demands of its subject a spirit of detachment from riches and earthly things and a spirit of gentleness. They must hunger and thirst after justice and more than this, they must deny themselves and carry the cross. Christ, as our Redeemer, purchased the Church at the price of his own blood. As priest, he offered himself and continues to offer himself as a victim for our sins. In his letter encyclical, Quasbimus, Pius XI just reminded us how this dominion was to happen. It requests and affords a submission from us, and the reward might not happen while we are on earth, but surely will be in heaven. If we are thirsty of justice, then the kingship of Christ is the way. If we are begging for peace for ourselves or the the world, then the kingship of Christ is the way. If we are looking for a greater charity amongst us, then the kingship of Christ is our way. We may ask the one who who never denied the kingship of Christ over her, to assist us in our perfect submission to our beloved King. Her fears must be ours. Her example should lead us towards him. We've been praying her throughout this month of October with the daily prayer of the Rosary before the Blessed Sacrament. Our Mother in Heaven prepared our hearts to receive this gentle and loving dominion. The liturgy often presents her as terrible as an army set in battle array, Our enemies fear her because of the graces she is ornated with, and among them the one which confers all of us, being the mother of God. She was the first and the only one to carry our Lord, and now we can easily place her at the lead of all the heavenly armies carrying the standards of her beloved son, Christ the King. She is presenting it to us as well, as she is presenting her son to us, so we could make ours the standard of love. Do not follow here the political calculation of pride of several chiefs of state across the ages of the world, who denied putting the mark of Christ upon their national flags. Some of them accepted, like the Roman Emperor Constantine the Great in 313, and he got the victory. Many others rejected the requests of the King of Kings, and sooner or later, they lost everything they had—crown, glory, or worse—and even faith in their country. The standard is the cross, and the way to carry it goes through the Calvary. So is our salvation, as wanted and desired by our beloved Lord. This is how he battled and was victorious against the devil and our sins. This is how he is reigning over us. This is how his empire is governed. A kingdom of love for all our tribulations and sufferings to be directed and subjected. If to Christ our Lord is given all powers in heaven and on earth, if all men purchased by this precious blood are by a new right subjected to his dominion, if this power embraces all men, it must be clear that not one of our faculties is exempt from his empire. He must reign in our minds, which should ascend with perfect submission and firm belief to reveal truth and to the doctrines of Christ. He must reign in our wills which should obey the laws and precepts of God. He must reign in our hearts, which should spurn natural desires and love God above all things and cleave to Him alone. He must reign in our bodies and in our members, which should serve as instruments for the interior sanctification of our souls or to use the word of the Apostle Saint Paul as instruments of justice unto God. Adveniat regnum sum, Christus vincit, Christus reniat, Christus imperat. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen.